Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. It's good to see everybody today. I'm glad y'all are here. Um, man, I'm ready to get going. Um, so let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Father, oh Lord, we just love you. We praise your name. God, I thank you for your great, great love. Lord, I thank you that you, Lord, that you love us so much, Lord, that you have paid for and forgiven our sins. Lord, that you you took what was necessary that we might have peace. Lord, I thank you, Father, that you have not only forgiven us, not only paid our debt, but Lord, you made us your children. What a wonderful blessing. Lord, we love you and we praise you. We exalt the name of Jesus today. So, Lord, let us not forget that. Let us not forget what you have done for us and let us help us to always remember it and not just remember it in our mind, but remember it with our mouth. Lord, I praise your name. Father, I just ask that you uh, send your anointing right now. Father, I know your presence is here. I ask that you just anoint me to speak. Because, Lord, these people don't want to hear anything I have to say. I promise that. But, Lord, your words are life. Come and speak. Lord, I just surrender to you. I submit myself to you, Lord, and ask that you would just come and use me however you see fit. Have your will accomplished in this place today. Let your word go forth. And I pray and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Ezekiel. Chapter 37. <clears throat> you know, this is a passage of Scripture that I've preached on several times, and I think every time I have preached this, I have preached something completely different. Um, I kind of look back over my notes this morning, and there's a few times that I've, I've preached on this, and man, they're just like vastly different sermons and thoughts that the Lord put on my heart, and and I believe today is yet one more of those. Um, and some of you know as soon as I say Ezekiel 37 that this is the passage that where uh, God showed Ezekiel this vision of this valley of dry bones. And so um, this morning, um, as we read this passage of Scripture, I've got some things I want to point out to you as as usual, but... I really want you to kind of uh, take a step back for a moment. And by that, what I, what I mean is I want you to just kind of, best you can, just tune out everything else. Everything going on in this building, everything going on in your life. And I, I want you to just really focus and, and say, what is it that the Lord is saying to me today? I really believe with everything that's in me, and I'm not saying this just because I'm, I've got to get up here and say something. Uh, I really believe with everything that's in me is that the, the Lord has a word for you today. And y'all, I'm, I'm seriously not just saying that. Like, I mean, every time we come, I believe the Lord has a word for us. But I really believe there's something a little extra special today. So if you can, just... Tune everything else out and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you this morning. So let's start in Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. 
and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews in the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet in exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Praise the Lord for His Word. Man, there's so much there, y'all. But here's some things that specifically I believe the Lord is speaking to us today. First of all, let's talk about these dry bones for a minute. Now, y'all... I know this particular passage of Scripture is specific for the nation of Israel. I understand that. But I don't really care because I believe the Lord takes His Word and He can use it how He sees fit, right? And I believe the principles that He has given for someone else can still be true for somebody else today. So uh, let's, let's ignore the fact that for a moment that, that he was talking to the nation of Israel in this. And let's look at the spiritual nation of Israel, his chosen people, those that have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And let's say, what is it the Lord would say to us through this? So we look at these dry bones and, uh, you know, dry bones come about by being exposed to elements with no kind of covering. That, that's how that happens. Have y'all ever been walking around, say, in the woods or something, and, and you find a skull or something like that, and it's just white? I mean, look, like you had bleached it. There, there's no flesh on it. It's been there a long time, especially in the summer you might find something like this. When there's been no rain, there's been nothing on it, and this thing is just completely picked clean, dry, bleached by the sun, white. 
There is no semblance of life left in this thing. That, that happens because there was nothing there to protect it. There was no kind of covering. There was no life remaining in it to, to preserve the, the flesh that was upon it. And so uh, I just want to ask you a couple questions before we get too far in this. And I want you to be kind of setting the, the stage in your mind right now for what the Lord would say to you this morning. Have you been out in the world with no covering? And it's starting to dry you out. Have you been too much in the world and you haven't returned to that source of life? And y'all, I know we gather on Sundays for church, but you know what? This building is nothing. This building is just a meeting place. There, there is no special uh, secret sauce to this building that, that makes things work. The, the fact that anything works here is because we come together in the name of Jesus and His Spirit comes and dwells here with us. This building could burn down and we could build another one. And guess what? God is still God. So when I talk about coming out of the world and returning to the source of life, I'm not talking about this building for God's sake. I'm talking about a relationship with the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Redeemer, the Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you fall out of relationship with Him, you cut yourself off from that source of life. So have you been out there on your own for too long? Have you been in that place where you just kind of, you're doing your own thing. You, you've cut off that relationship with Him. Maybe not intentionally. Probably not intentionally. But just from lack of trying. You know, just like any other person in this world, you can lose contact with them. Whose responsibility is it to keep a relationship going? Well, it's both of them. If I do everything I can do to reach out to somebody and they don't ever return a call... Well, that's not my fault. It takes both people. I had a friend for years. I don't know why. I don't know why. I would call. Uh, his number would change. I would talk to his family. Oh, yeah, he's got a new number. They'd give me his new number. I'd call. He wouldn't answer. Just time after time, I reached out to him to the point that I just said, forget it, I'm not going to. I mean, you can only do it so many times before you kind of get the hint, right? Now, eventually, we talked again. And it was all okay. But y'all, I want you to understand that your relationship with Jesus Christ is the same way. Here's the wonderful part. He's always doing His part of the relationship. His Word says, if you will draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. And He is already drawn close to you. He's waiting on you to move. So is that you? Let's just set that down right now. Is that you? Have you do you feel dry? Do you feel just, man, I, I just haven't spent the kind of time with the Lord I need to. I feel like I'm wasting away. I don't want you to leave here today like that. And I want you to understand that uh, I'm not going to say it's okay because it's not, but it'll be alright. This, this thing can change in an instant. And you'll see that today. In verse 3 there he says, Son of man, can these bones live? 
See, uh, that question's kind of funny when you realize who's asking it. The giver of life. Huh? Y'all get it in a minute. You'll get it in a minute. Alright? He says, Son of man, can these bones live? Well, yeah. God, you know. You're the, you're the one that makes anything live. You're the one that made us. Yeah, if you want it to live, it'll live. Right? So, we look at the bodies now. So, the, the Lord tells him to prophesy. These bones come together. Skin, sinew, muscle comes upon these bones. Right? And there's nothing. The, the bodies are laying there, but there's no life in them. That don't even seem right. Why did we stop there, right? But there was something left to do, and I want y'all to see to it that uh, we can spend a lot of time, y'all, uh, pretending to be something we're not. We, we spend a lot of time keeping up this exterior that says, I'm alive, I'm doing well. Yet what's really going on inside is, is nothing. It's dryness. It's, it's just a false front. It's, it's something that we're trying to just keep people at bay so they won't get close to us. We're trying to pretend we've got a great relationship with the Lord. All the meanwhile, we're dying inside. What could those bodies do? Nothing. They laid there. They didn't move. They had everything they needed to be able to function except for one thing. The breath of life. When God breathes His breath of life into you, uh, you're now a living body that can function. So we must stay connected to Him. He is our source of life. And y'all, um, I'm talking spiritually today, obviously, right? God does sustain our physical bodies, but the thing I'm talking today about is spiritual in every essence. It, we are talking about this spiritual relationship. When we are saved, we become a new creature, a new creation, and we depend upon Him to sustain us. If it's not for Him... We die. Jesus over in the book of John chapter 4, He said, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Hmm? Let's look back at a couple of these passages of Scripture. In verse 11, God tells him that Israel, He tells him what Israel is saying. And y'all, I really feel like the, the Lord kind of said to me today that this is somebody here. He said, they indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Our 
bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Have you had Have you had feelings of hopelessness creep into your life? And man, it, it may not be all this crazy stuff going on, you know, like we all often think when somebody's got problems, there's a lot of drama in their life. And it may not be though. Man, I've had these seasons in my life where, where hopelessness creeps in. And y'all, if you were to examine the, the details of my life, you'd be like, well, man, what in the world do you have to feel hopeless about? But what I begin to see is that when I am not in proper relationship with God, that my source of life, guess what? Hope becomes something that is distant. Because He is my hope. He is the thing that I have placed all my hope and trust in. And when I'm not connected to Him, I begin to feel hopeless. And I really feel like God is saying there's somebody here today that's saying these kind of things in their head. I just feel dry. I feel lost. Hope is lost. I feel cut off. Have you prayed and and said, Lord, where are you? Have you prayed and said, Lord, uh, I I just need to hear something from you and I I feel like you're at a distance from me? Has your faith diminished? Well, y'all, here's the awesome thing about that. God is trying to wake you up today. He's trying trying to call out to you and say, if you will just call on me, I'm here. And you might be saying, I've called on you before. I've called and I've called and you didn't answer. Well, here's your answer. God don't always answer the way you want Him to. But what did He tell Israel? He said, Israel, I'm going to open your graves and I'm going to cause you to live. Huh? What what does that tell you something about God? Y'all, the grave is pretty permanent for us. Right? It's pretty permanent. But we're talking about our spiritual bodies today, our spiritual life with Him. And He's saying, if I want you to live, I'll make you live. I am the God. I am the one that spoke and you were created. And I want you to understand that when I say you'll live, you'll live. Just like these bodies that were laying there that had no life in them. But then God called out to them. Breathed the breath of life into them and they rose up a great exceeding army. In the midst of death, with God, there is still hope. Verse 14. He said, I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live. See, when the spirit of God is gone, you get dry. Just like Jesus talked about, He said, the water I have will bring life. When you cut off from that spring, you get dry. Y'all, this is a pretty simple concept. I hope I'm not belaboring it any, but I want you to understand God is speaking to you today. Man, this is a direct thing, okay? I don't know where you are, like I always say. I don't know what's going on, the details of your life. All I need to know, though, is God is saying, if you want it to change, today is the day it can change. 
It don't have to stay that way. It doesn't have to be a continual dryness. It doesn't have to be a continual life of hopelessness. It doesn't have to stay that way. I will put my Spirit in you and you shall live. His desire for you today is that you allow Him to fill you with His Spirit and that you would live. Y'all, I want to just open these altars up this morning. I want you to take some time and just come and seek the Lord this morning. I know this isn't your traditional service. I know uh, there's even distractions going on right now and it's hard to hear what the Lord is saying. But I'm just going to rebuke the enemy right now because he wants to do everything he can to steal what God wants to do today. Y'all, I'm stepping out in boldness right now believing God wants to do something great today or He wouldn't have me up here saying this to you. Alright, I'm not trying to force something to happen. I'm ready to go get lunch like everybody else is. But I'm here to tell you right now, the Spirit of the Lord wants to move in somebody's life today and if we allow the enemy to steal that from us, shame on us. Shame on us. He wants to stir your heart today. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're five or 105. He wants to stir you today. He wants to fill you with His Spirit. He wants the well of water to be springing up within you that those dry bones are no more. The flesh comes back on you. You are joined with the body again. Then there is something effective that can be done in the kingdom of God through you.